2: regarded
1: our planet with envious eyes each of us when separated is always looking for our other half and the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love heart perception will change everything that freedom is the privilege to be right freedom from the disasters of our mistakes
4: Podcasting from the Sonoran Desert, I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. rdgable at yahoo.com is our email if you'd like to contact the show for any reason. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. tst underscore underscore radio and facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings are our two main social media sites. And if you go to one of your radio or podcast players and search for the show after the broadcast Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific. You'll find the show, and you can listen to all of the episodes in that archive. But there will be monetized advertisements, so if you want to get rid of those, I don't play them. It's part of an algorithm, and it's how we make a little bit of income. You can subscribe to the full archive on our website by visiting www.thesecretteachings.info. You'll also get access to the Montage Archive digital copies to read or download of my books, including my new book, Liberty Shrugged, which will be out sometime very soon, hopefully next week, maybe the week after. There's a page on the website as well for that new book. You'll also get access to the show early in the day, and you'll get a private RSS feed. Please subscribe to the show if you'd like to keep supporting us, keeping us on air again Monday through Friday, right after Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis I really appreciate all of you who have subscribed or purchased a book or done something in the name of uh, financial support or just listener support, emailing us at rdgable at yahoo.com and letting us know what you think of the show Monday through Friday. Today I got up early and I already knew what I was going to talk about, so I decided I'm going to take kind of the morning off and uh, relax a little bit and I'm going to go down to wherever the closest one is. Go to the local voting center and cast my first official vote in the state of Arizona for the elections, primary elections, today. August 2nd, 2022. And I went down to the voting center. I voted one time in Florida. I'm 31 years old. I voted one time in an election. I voted in the state of Florida, And I voted for Ron Paul for president. It's the only vote I've ever cast. I haven't cast a ballot since then because I don't, I didn't know enough about the candidates. And sometimes you look at both sides and you can't really trust anybody, even writing candidates. So I just, in those cases, I, you know, I don't have enough money to run against these people. So I just, I don't vote for those candidates. But I did. I did cast a full ballot today. I, I went out and I voted for each candidate, and I made a decision based on information. Uh, went to uh, all their websites. I read uh, all the things about these these candidates that were on the ballot, and I, and a couple of things happened. I it was really really kind of a funny situation. I, I walk into this place. It's a church, and and everybody in there was very nice. There was one guy who's a little standoffish who was working there, but everybody else was very nice, and they go to scan my ID. And they tell me, sir, you've already got a ballot. You know, you've already ba- basically your ballot's been registered. And I said, are you telling me I already voted? It's it's like 715 in the morning. You opened an hour ago and you're already having these kinds of technical difficulties. Or is I asked him outright, I said that this this is pretty suspicious, don't you think? Like I'm this is the first time I voted in Arizona. I've I've certainly not. Voted here before. I certainly didn't vote by mail. That's what they told me. It was a mail in ballot that I had received. And because I had received the mail in ballot, I, I was unable to vote in person. And I said, Well, n- not only did I not receive a mail in ballot, I never requested one. And the woman said, Oh. So they sent me to this special voting section. And again, everybody was very nice, but they sent me to this special voting section and they tried to scan my ID. And they look at my voter registration card. I'm registered as an independent. And the same error comes up on their computer. So they send me back down to the original (laughs) booth. And then I I went back down to the special booth. I was back and forth like four or five times. So they had the, the main guy, the manager, that kind of was overseeing the whole thing. He came out. And he's talking to me. He's very, very nice. Probably the nicest of all the people there. And he said, well, normally we'd scan the ID, it would, it would bring up the, the area you live, and it would print a ballot for that, for that district. And he said, clearly there's something wrong. So they had to call the, the election office, the recorder's office. Finally, after 45 minutes roughly, they got somebody on the phone, and they were able to override the, the issue in the system. So basically, I guess what happened was I never requested a ballot. I know that happened. I never requested one. They sent me one anyway, highly suspicious. And when I, I uh, got down to the voting center this morning, they told me because I had requested one, which I didn't, and because I had received one, which I didn't, well, I, I'm, I'm not able to vote. But they got it cleared up, and I got a ballot, and I went through, and it, it probably took me about 20 minutes to, to vote because I wanted to double and even in some cases triple-check the people I, w- I was voting for. And these are senators, people that could be governor, people that could uh, you know run my district I I need to make sure that who I'm voting for I'm aware and I thought this was interesting I'm, I'm at the the center and it's so funny you can tell based on how people are dressed generally speaking how they're going how they're going to vote and I don't mean that as like a stereotype I mean that as when I was in there there were four or five other people there's like five people that came to vote beside me this was really early this morning <laughs> I'm in there as guy rolls up in a pickup truck and he goes in, he's kind of scruffy. And I was thinking, okay, he's definitely voting Republican. I just think it's funny. And he goes in and he did, he asked them, he's like, yes, can I get a Republican ticket? He was registered as an independent, but he said, can I get a Republican ticket? So they gave him the Republican ballot. So almost everybody in there, the five, four of the five people voted Republican. One of the other guys that came in, he's like, I'm registered as a libertarian, but I'd like to do a Republican ballot. And I, I don't know if that... Uh, you can do that, but I think that I think they gave it to him. But then, of course, the one person who came in with a mask on said, "Can I get a ticket, please?" <laughs> I just thought, I thought, wow, this the stereotype is so funny. Like I'm an independent, but I'm watching this. Like everybody that comes in here. Is voting Republican asking for Republican tickets, though they're independent? And then the one person with a mask on comes in and says, "Can I get a Democrat ticket, (laughs) please?" I just could I couldn't believe. Like you see that you see things on social media, and then you go out in real life and you see that 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 same thing happen. And this was like seven o'clock this morning, seven fifteen this morning, that this was happening. I thought was (laughs) that was that was really funny. And uh, anyway, all of it got resolved. I voted. Hopefully, I didn't vote twice. And I, I hope that my Republican ticket that I cast uh, doesn't get recycled as a Democrat ticket. Um, but there's a lot of people, interestingly enough, here in Arizona, it's kind of in some of the social media and the news this morning, that there's a lot of Democrats who have been going to vote today and didn't didn't understand why some Republicans weren't on their ticket and they had to be informed because you're voting in the Democrat primary. And they're like, oh, well, we want to vote for the Republican candidate. I don't know what that tells you. Again, I'm not a Republican. I just find that to be... To be really interesting. I also find this story to be really interesting. You know the president of the United States. Joe Biden. You might have forgotten about him by now. Maybe you have dementia like he does. He has tested positive. Again. For COVID-19. Just a few days ago. Last week. Joe Biden tested positive And he goes into isolation. Then. After his isolation. And after being treated with. Paxlovid, a Pfizer drug. He tests negative a few days in a row last week. And then right before the weekend again, he tests positive. Again, this is a man who not only did he have his vaccines, I saw them put the needle in his arm on that fake White House set. But he's also had his boosters too. And he's taken a course of Paxlovid. And yet he tested positive again for COVID-19. Now, one might think if one has a functioning center of, of logic and reasoning within their body and mind and spirit and soul, that this makes no sense because Joe Biden told us, he promised us, he said that you cannot get sick cannot get, I say sick, test positive. You're not going to get the disease, the virus, if you get a vaccine.
1: They're, you're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah.
4: Remember that? You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. And then remember this statement from about seven months ago? so, How
1: about patriotism? How about making sure that you're vaccinated so you do not spread the disease to anybody else? What about that? What's the big deal? Well, the big
4: deal is you told us that if we got the vaccines, Joe, we wouldn't get sick. And yet people are testing positive. People are getting, quote unquote, sick. So we have to be careful of the terms that we use, the language we use. Because if we say, well, people are, are, are getting sick. Well, they're not sick. They're asymptomatic, but they're testing positive. Well, whatever way you want to slice it, it's fine with me. But I think the Florida Surgeon General said it best in regard to what's happening with vaccines.
0: How can you
5: force people to take a vaccine in order to stop transmission when that vaccine is not effective at stopping transmission?
4: (laughs) Yeah, it makes no sense, does it? But see, that's not what you're supposed to believe. And that's what matters more than anything else. It's what you're supposed to believe, not what science says, not even what politicians say, just what you're supposed to believe. Listen to this headline from Fortune, and there's another one from CNBC. Remember how I told you for over two years now, and I was living in New York when the so-called pandemic began, and I told you, New York Times even reported it, that about 80% of the positive COVID-19 cases in the state of New York were actually Negative. We know that because the different testing centers, hospitals, doctors' offices, etc. were running the test at, in some cases, 45 cycles, which just means 45, we would reduce this to the most simplistic thing in the world, just 45 uh, uh, times Zoom, basically. Now, 33 is... Supposed to be the highest zoom rate they're supposed to initiate these tests or administer these tests at 33 cycles. It just amplifies what's in the body and it shows you how much of, quote, virus you have. When you're doing it at 45 cycles, it's completely worthless. In fact, the inventor of the test, the PCR test itself, even said that. Here's Carrie Mullis.
1: If they could find this virus in you at all, and with PCR, if you do it well, you can find almost anything in anybody. It starts making you believe in the sort of Buddhist notion that everything is contained in everything else, right? I mean, because if you can mo- amplify one single molecule up to a, to something that you can really measure, which PCR can do, then there's just very few molecules that you don't have at least one single one of them in your body okay so that could be thought of as a misuse of it just to to claim that it's meaningful
4: And, and it goes on from there but the idea is the inventor of the test said that if you amplify the material you can find pretty much you know anything in the body if the amplification is high enough this is why they don't run the tests above 32 33 cycles When you're running it at 45, in some cases even higher than that, well, you get lots of false positives. And even the people that test, quote, positive aren't even sick in most cases. So we knew that for a couple of years now. We've known that the tests are largely false positive because of the cycle counts. That matters. They don't tell you that at the nightly news broadcast where they have XYZ number of new cases. That's why there's a difference between cases and deaths. Then they don't tell you that all the major studies, major universities, British Medical Journal, uh, Europe, uh, countries like Japan, all the big studies that have been done, even small studies, have shown, as the most recent study has, has demonstrated, that when you're wearing a face mask, the bacteria, the mold, and the fungus that grows on it actually causes respiratory distress, and can cause other health conditions as well. So basically, call it COVID-19 or whatever you want to call it, you're going to succumb to the same symptom complex as if you had the so-called virus. So we know that tests are false positive virtually almost all, really, 80, 80% in New York, and I'm, I'm, I'm imagining from the uh, the rest of the data that I've seen, it's, it's about 70%, roughly 80%, Across the country of false positives so that that I mean that in and of itself eliminates the, the the terminology like pandemic and the fact that masks actually cause the very condition that you're trying to prevent yourself from from getting shows that masks are as worthless and, and likewise vaccines Biden said you cannot get sick if you've had the vaccine
1: They're, you're okay you're not going you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations.
4: So you're not going to get COVID if you have the vaccines yet. He's tested positive again, twice within 10 days. He's got COVID-19 again. How does that work? How does that happen? I don't understand how he has COVID-19 again. I have a theory. Let's listen to this report about Joe Biden's COVID-19 diagnosis.
3: To the doctor right here, this is a physician to the president, Dr. Kevin O'Connor, putting out this memo a short time ago to White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. We know the president has been spending the day here at the White House, but we got news that he is positive again for COVID after testing negative in an antigen test, which is uh, much more sensitive and much more accurate for several times. I want to read part of this to you. This is coming from uh, Kevin O'Connor, the physician. To the president, he said uh, after testing negative on Tuesday evening, Wednesday morning, Thursday morning, and by the way, that's after he was positive, took the the uh, the Pfizer
4: drug that they're calling Paxlovid, and then he tests negative,
3: negative, and Friday morning. The president Negative. tested positive late Saturday morning, which means just a few hours ago, by antigen testing. This, in fact, represents, quote, rebound positivity.
4: <laughs> so they got a new name for
3: it now. Rebound positivity. Rebound positivity. The president has experienced no reemergence of symptoms and continues to feel quite well. This- so he feels quite well. No reemergence of symptoms. And
4: they're calling this. And this is in the letter, rebound,
3: COVID. Being the case, there is no reason to reinitiate treatment at this time, but we will continue close observation. So this tells
4: us a couple of things. Number one, remember the Johnson and Johnson vaccines that caused blood clots, and the media said that Johnson and Johnson vaccines caused blood clots, and therefore they they were oh they could be dangerous. Well, Johnson and Johnson. Vaccines were the vaccines that were not mRNA. They were more like a traditional vaccine. So it felt like, just a thought, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine was used as a way in which to convince the public that regular vaccines are dangerous, but the mRNA technology, which could never get approved because of its dangerous nature, the mRNA vaccines were actually safe. Now, since Joe Biden has taken the Paxlovid and tested positive again, they might be running a similar scam. The scam could be Paxlovid doesn't necessarily work, despite the fact that Dr. Bricks and others are telling us it does work. Paxlovid might not actually work. And so this might be another way in which to encourage you to get your vaccine, which is precisely what Dr. Bricks says in this now viral interview interview where she also admits that she knew that the vaccines would not work from the beginning. She then goes on to say that we should be taking Paxlovid now, but then we should also, once this wave is over, get the vaccine anyway, after she just said we knew the vaccines wouldn't work. I'm going to play this clip for you. Try to try to keep your head on straight, because this woman goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You really can't figure out where she's coming from, but listen to what she says. And then this article I mentioned from Fortune and CNBC is going to make a lot more sense. I'm going to read you the headline of that after this clip. There's Dr. Bricks. Remember Dr. Bricks? She was right next to Dr. Fauci, and then she must have tested negative in the the public acceptability polls. You know, kind of like when they have a pilot episode of a TV show and some of the characters test negative, so they get new, 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 new actors test negative, so they get new actors that's kind of what Dr. Bricks is like, but they're bringing her back. She's making a, a, a resurgence. She's well, I guess Dr. Bricks is based. This is a rebound doctor because they're bringing her back. Here's Dr. Bricks on why the vaccine doesn't work, but you should still get it, but also take Paxlovid, but also support Pfizer.
5: Um, I did want to get your take on a lot of people looking at the president now having this and all these people who have been fully vaccinated and and boosted and all that. And they're getting it. The 20 percent or so of Americans who've not been vaccinated might look at that doctor and say, why bother? Why bother? What do you what do you tell them?
6: Well, if you're across the South um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's going to save you right now is Paxlovid. But once we get through this wave during that law, you should get vaccinated and boosted because we do believe it will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. I knew-
4: OK, so hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let's rewind that. She just said. That we believe the vaccine will protect you. So the question is the vaccines, the boosters haven't actually prevented people from getting sick or even testing positive. Yet she says you should be taking Paxlovid, which is a Pfizer drug, antiviral, but then go get vaccinated anyway because we believe, we believe that it works.
6: Well, if you're across the South um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's going to save you right now is Paxlovid. But once we get through this wave during that law, you should get vaccinated and boosted because we do believe it will protect you. Particularly
4: we do believe it will protect you. You have to listen to that again because that is so important. We do believe it will protect you.
6: Should get vaccinated and boosted because we do believe it will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against and Infection. And I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry that it's not going to protect against severe disease and hospitalization. It will. But let's be very clear. Fifty percent of the people who died from the Amicron surge were older vaccinated. So,
4: OK, so hold on a second. The vaccine doesn't work, but it still supposedly provides protection from very severe cases of COVID and hospitalization. But let's be clear. Most of the people that died from this particular surge were very old and had been vaccinated and then they and then they died. So basically what she's saying is the vaccine does not work and the people that are dying are elderly, which is what we would normally see in an elderly population, people that died a certain age. So something's not right here, but I think it's really that word believe we believe it works. That's not science. That's not a fact. That's a cult. That's a belief. Listen to this headline. Fortune and CNBC. Think you have Omicron, but keep testing negative? An expert says to trust your gut. Here's the quote from the expert, and I'll read you the article when we come back from break. If you feel confident you have COVID, you probably have COVID. In other words, even if you test positive and you're not symptomatic and you're not sick and you never have been sick or you're never going to get sick from COVID-19 you're still positive so you have it but now even if you test negative if you believe you have it then you still have COVID-19 you still have SARS-CoV-2 what do you think about that while we take a break I'm Ryan Gable this is The Secret Teachings rdgable at yahoo.com. There's a lot more after this. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. The secret teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just
2: search facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with
0: us. This is David Icke from DavidIcke.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception. And you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
4: From Ground Zero to The Secret Teachings, keep your dial tuned to Ground Zero Radio. You could listen to this.
5: And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence.
4: So here's the big story. I haven't heard anybody else talking about it. I think it's a huge story. According to Dr. Stuart Ray, vice chair of medicine for data integrity and analytics at Johns Hopkins Department of Medicine, if you feel confident you have COVID, you probably have COVID, quote unquote. Fortune magazine Fortune News, Fortune Well, the article, Think you have Omicron, but keep testing negative? An expert says to trust your gut. Normally, I don't read articles, but this one needs to be read. I'm going to read you this directly from the story. The at-home test says you're COVID negative, but your body says you're positive. So very positive. What or whom to believe? Question mark. It says, no, your body isn't gaslighting you. If you're certain you're COVID positive, you probably are, regardless of what the test says, according to Dr. Stuart Ray, Vice Chair of Medicine for Data Integrity, which is really funny, at Johns Hopkins Department of Medicine. He says it's a funny situation when you're confronted with a big surge of infections. Anytime there's a big surge, you'll see more false negatives simply because you're seeing more infections. Hmm. Relatively new Omicron subvariant BA-5, the most transmissible and immune-evasive yet, comprised more than 80% of U.S. cases last week, according to data released from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention as of last Tuesday, last week of July. Then they referenced the stealth Omicron, named for its tendency to present false negatives in lab-based PCR tests. So the BA-2 Omicron, The stealth Omicron has the ability to conceal itself from the test. Totally conscious and sentient, these viruses are. Ray goes on to say, when we sample the nose, we're grabbing one little patch, a tiny little surface area, when the virus could definitely be replicating somewhere else in the body. The nose is one of the portals through which the virus enters and lives, but it's also in the mouth and could be harbored deep in the lungs. So, once again, if you wear a mask because you're afraid of getting sick, you should also be wearing goggles, because he's right. Viruses, at least according to mainline theory, get in through your eyes and mucous membranes. So, he says the virus could be hiding in other parts of your body. Doesn't this sound similar to carbon dioxide fears? Remember when... I don't know what this was, five, six years ago when we were told by mainstream media that since carbon dioxide levels couldn't be recorded based on what the models had suggested, carbon dioxide could be hiding. It could be hiding in the oceans and other places. In fact, I bet if you just go to the Internet here, let me do it for you while we're on air. You type in carbon dioxide could be hiding in ocean. I'm sure it'll pull it up. Here's an option to hide it, uh, to conceal it. Uh, I don't actually see the article. That's surprising. Maybe it was removed. There is one from National Geographic from 2019. Greenhouse gases hidden at the bottom of the ocean. But no, I'm sure some of you remember that. That's, that's strange that you, I can't find it, which usually means that it's been scrubbed from the internet. But no, they said carbon dioxide was hiding in the ocean. Hiding. Well, I guess that the virus is also hiding. I thought the thing was so contagious that you have to stand six feet apart. You can't talk, especially if you speak English. That was one of the original things we were told back in 2020. English speakers spread the virus more than any others, more than Arabs, you know, more than the Japanese or the Germans that tend to be very aggressive in their speech. You know, none of that. Just it's all English. English spreads the virus. So and that you can definitely find that article. I've got a printout of it. I think that was Forbes that reported that. So anyway, Ray, uh, Ray the, uh, this guy, Stuart Ray, is telling his vice chair of medicine for data integrity, that's funny, at Johns Hopkins, the virus might not actually be in the nose. It might be hiding somewhere else in the body. So when you take that test and it says it's negative, you probably have COVID anyway. Okay, well then here's a question for Dr. Stuart Ray. Why have they only been taking the the nose PCR tests? A few people do get the saliva test, but the nose is the big one. The drive-ins, the doctor's offices, that's where, you, that's where you get your tests. So why were we taking the test in the nose from the very beginning? Because if this is just mainline virology, if this is how it's supposed to work, then we should know that we should be testing every other part of the body then, because it could be hiding Maybe that's why the Chinese have the anal swab. Remember that? Put the anal swab in your butt and you twist it, I think it's 10 times, and then it tells you if you're positive, if you can fly or not. Maybe the Chinese were just ahead of the game. Okay, all joking aside, though, Dr. Stuart Ray, Vice Chair of Medicine for Data Integrity, which is a giant joke, and analytics at Johns Hopkins Department of Medicine, told Fortune that if you feel confident you have COVID, you probably have COVID. And the tests are probably negative because the virus is hiding elsewhere in your body. In other words, even if you test negative, even if you're not sick, you still have COVID because we're just not testing the right part of the body. In other words, in other words, everybody has COVID. It's everywhere, in everything, just like carbon dioxide, It's dangerous, and even if you can't find what you're looking for based on what we've been told by the experts and by the computer models, it's still there, you're just not looking hard enough. It's hiding in the ocean, they say carbon dioxide is. It's hiding in other parts of the body. Stuart Ray, the doctor from Johns Hopkins, says, the nose is one of the portals through which the virus enters and lives, but it's also in the mouth and could be harbored deep in the lungs. It could also be in your anus. Huh. So basically, everybody has COVID-19. But even if you test positive and aren't sick, you still have it. If you test negative and aren't sick, you still have it. And if you test negative, but you feel like you have it, even if you're not sick, you still have it. The ultimate virus, the ultimate virtue signaling illness, the ultimate sign that you will be subservient, To the science, which is an old Karl Marx talking point from about 100 plus years ago where Karl Marx said his version of socialism and communism was a scientific process. And if you disagreed with him or wanted to revise what he had written, he said you were anti-science. This is a cult. Here is Dr. Fauci explaining why... Americans are just not adhering to what he wants them to do. This is less than 24 hours ago. Here's Dr. Fauci.
5: Unfortunately, given the fatigue that we have in this country from two and a half years of this, everyone is tired of it. So it's very difficult. Superimposed upon an anti-vax type feeling among some. Superimposed upon the political divisiveness we have in this country, which, you know, and and the social media misinformation and disinformation, it's very difficult to get people to adhere to common sense public health measures.
4: You will adhere to what we want you to do, don't you understand, says Dr. Fauci? It's really difficult to get people to adhere to what we need them to do, what we're demanding them to do. Well, maybe, Dr. Fauci, people don't, trust you. And maybe people don't trust the president because the president says things like this.
1: You're okay. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. And so how about patriotism? How about making sure that you're vaccinated so you do not spread the disease to anybody else? What about that? What's the big deal?
4: Well, the big deal is that you told us if we get the vaccine, We can't get sick. We can't get COVID. And yet, not only can you apparently get COVID, you can either get really sick or you can get COVID and not get sick at all. You can also test positive, take an antiviral like Paxlovid, wait 72 hours, and then test positive again, which Joe Biden has in the last 10 days. Don't believe me? No, listen to this
3: press secretary Karine jean-pierre we know the president has been spending the day here at the white house but we got news that he is positive again for covid after testing negative <gasps> oh, no. in an antigen test which is uh, much more sensitive and much more accurate for several times i want to read part of this to you this is coming from uh, kevin o'connor the physician to the president he said uh, after testing negative on tuesday evening wednesday morning thursday morning and friday morning the president tested positive late Saturday morning, which means just a few hours ago, by antigen testing. This, in fact, represents, quote, rebound positivity. The president has experienced no reemergence of symptoms and continues to feel quite well. This being the case, there is no reason to reinitiate treatment at this time, but we will continue close observation. Arthel and Eric, the uh, position of the president, goes on to say, however, given his positive antigen test, he will reinstate strict isolation procedures. This is to keep White House staff, Secret Service, uh, anybody that may be near him, away from him. They
4: should have done that with Hillary Clinton when she would attack Secret Service officers and throw books at people and just haul off and slap and, and slug people in the face. They should have put Hillary Clinton in isolation when she was the first lady with Bill Clinton. But no, they got Joe Biden in isolation because he tested positive again, but he feels great. But he also has a bunch of shots. He also has his booster. And he also said that you cannot get COVID if you have these shots.
1: You're okay. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. And then you get the mainstream media all over the
4: place. Clip of Joe Biden saying you can't get COVID if you've had the vaccine resurfaces and is shared by conspiracy theorists as he tests positive again after receiving vaccines and booster shots. And you're like, okay, what's the point? This is mostly a false story. This is not true. That's not what Joe Biden meant when he said that. That's what I've been reading in the news over the weekend. See, I was thinking, how do I do a show? on Joe Biden testing positive for COVID-19 again. That's a big show. That's a big topic. That's a big subject. Especially because he's had his vaccines. He's been boosted. Now he's on Paxlovid, And he still tests positive. And I think, whether you're on the left, the right, or down the center politically, whether you trust in the open discussion that is the scientific process, or you just believe the Marxist version of the science in all capital letters. I think it's about time we recognize that there is no pandemic, not because there isn't a particle that's been identified, not because people don't die and people aren't sick or they are sick or whatever the case might be. A lot of reasons for the, re, the, the, you know, the, the different ways people die. They're not dying just because they have a particle in their body. Four additional comorbidities in 95 to 96% of all the cases. And then 75,000 death cases, according to the CDC, were not even human. They weren't, well, they weren't animal either. They just didn't exist. They were just a glitch on a computer, the CDC says. So essentially, there's there, there's never been a pandemic. It's, and most of you know that, but a lot of us know that for different reasons. A lot of us break everything down into these Hyper simplistic terms, like, for example, when I went to vote this morning, I was flipping through the different websites to double and triple check the candidates that that I was voting for. And the, I, I didn't vote a Democrat ticket. I mean, there, there were there wasn't uh, there was a Democrat who I actually agreed with a lot of what they were actually two Democrats. One was running for governor. I, I didn't really support the person, but there were some of the things that, that he had said on his website. I'm like, yeah, I, I, under, I get that. I, I'm I'm in support of that. But the thing is I flipped through the Democrat and Republican pages, and it's like most of the Republicans are pushing one thing. They're pushing election integrity, election integrity, election integrity. And I just can't vote for somebody that's only pushing election integrity because there are a lot more issues than election integrity. But then Democrats are doing something very similar rather than pushing election integrity. They were most of the Democrat pages, the websites, it was just like, we got to make sure everybody can vote, everybody can vote, everybody can vote. It's like there are bigger issues, especially here in Arizona. I only saw three candidates. I think one was a Democrat, two Republicans for different offices that even mentioned the water crisis. It's like it doesn't even matter. What matters is we got to make sure everybody can vote, regardless if they can speak English, regardless if they're mentally ill or not. Everybody has to vote. And then on the other side, Republicans just hey, election integrity, election integrity, election. It's like, aren't there other issues? Like, yes, that's one issue, but can't we address some other issues here? And it's the same thing with. With COVID-19, we want to argue over, well, the vaccine's killing all these people that are dying are dying of the vaccine. I don't think that everybody dying today is dying of the vaccine. I likewise didn't think that everybody who was dying in 2020 was dying of the virus because statistically that's not the case. 10% of deaths in 2020 were, I I, I think the CDC considered them associated with, but they were linked to COVID-19. 95% of that 10% died of other conditions. That There is no pandemic. Statistically, there there is no and there has not been a pandemic for SARS-CoV-2. It does not exist except in the minds of the politically subservient, the minds of the political peasants, and in those that watch mainstream media on the left or right. There is no pandemic. You cannot prove me wrong. I'm 100% right about this. If you think the same thing based on the data, you're 100% right. I don't care what Dr. Stuart Ray at Johns Hopkins says. Are you going to believe Dr. Stuart Ray who says, even if you test negative, you have COVID if you think you have COVID. If you believe you have COVID, you actually have it. If you don't believe it but you test negative, then you don't have it. It's just if you believe you have it, you have it. So this is all about belief then, isn't it? Or are you going to trust the CDC's own numbers that they don't publish Widely, 10% of deaths in 2020 were caused by COVID-19, but about 95% of those 10% died from between 2 to 4. Initially, it was 2.9, then it's four additional comorbidities. Nobody is dying of the virus. Oh, my uncle died, my grandpa died. Yes, they died. Nobody said they didn't die, but why did they die? And why are most of the people dying vaccinated and with a, With an older an older age than than all the people testing positive in the general public because people are old and they're dying of normal conditions. But yet here's Dr. Bricks admitting it all, but then still telling you to go get your vaccine. Take a listen to this.
5: Um, I did want to get your take on a lot of people looking at the president now having this and all these people who have been fully vaccinated and and boosted and all that. And they're getting it. The 20 percent or so of Americans who've not been vaccinated might look at that doctor and say, why bother? Why bother? What do you what do you tell them?
6: Well, if you're across the South um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's gonna save you right now is Paxlovid. But once we get through this wave during that law, you should get vaccinated and boosted because we do believe it will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. I knew these vaccines were not gonna protect against infection and I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry that it's not gonna protect against severe disease and hospitalization. It will, but let's be very clear. 50% of the people who died from the Omicron surge were older vaccinated. So that's
4: older and vaccinated. 50% of the people that died from the Omicron surge, but take the vaccine because well, the science doesn't say it works, reality and science actually shows it doesn't work, but, Hey, we believe it works.
6: Well, if you're across the South um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's going to save you right now is Paxlovid. But once we get through this wave during that law, you should get vaccinated and boosted because we do believe it will protect you, particularly if you're over 70.
4: We do believe. We do believe. You hear that? We do believe. Just like Dr. Stuart Ray. If you feel confident you have COVID... (laughs) <laughs> well, you you actually, you, you, you probably have COVID, quote-unquote. If you feel confident you have COVID, you probably have COVID. That's a quote from the guy who is the vice chair of medicine for data integrity. The vice chair for data integrity says, don't concern yourself with what the test says. If you think you have it, you have it. If you think you're a girl now, you're a girl. If you think you're a boy now, you're a boy. This is the world that we live in. If you believe you're something, you can become that. You can be anything you want to be. So you can play pandemic. And when pandemic gets boring, you can go back to playing social justice warrior, fighting for the freedoms of Ukrainians while stomping on the freedoms of your neighbor help paying for a war in a foreign country while the money is sucked out of your tax paying pocket money that could go to your city to make it cleaner and safer and more accessible and a lot of other things too but hey if you you think you have covid well then you do so you can play victim to the virus and then you can justify wearing your mask and getting another vaccine and it's just it's just like a, a fantasy world. It's, it's so great. It's so wonderful. We live in a world where we can just be anything we want to be, even if you're not sick. See, this is that delusional idea. Remember the woman who poured, I think it was Drano, into her eyes because she said she felt that she had vision privilege. Remember that? She had vision or eyesight privilege, so she blinded herself. I just saw another story. And yeah, these are isolated cases. Uh, The mass majority of the public don't think this way. But there was a guy recently who wanted to have his leg amputated because he said, uh, you know, it's he's he's pretty much he's given up his his gender identity and he's become something that's other than human. And now he wants to have his leg amputated because, hey, it's not fair that other people don't have legs and he has two of them. So he wants his leg chopped off. This is mass mental illness. And it, it extends to health now. I mean, what person in their right mind, I'm not going to ask about the person who actually thinks they have COVID when they've taken a test and it's negative, but this doctor says you actually have it anyway if you believe you do. I'm wondering, how can people think that this is sane? How can people that aren't participating in it look at it and think, yes, that's that's good, that makes plenty of sense? I mean, does that mean that, I don't know, I go to the doctor and I get... An STD test, right? I get an STD test and the doctor says, you're clean, You You're clean. No herpes, no syphilis, no gonorrhea, no monkeypox, which is basically an STD for homosexuals. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. And uh, I walk out of the doctor's office feeling pretty good. I'm clean. But then I realize, hey, I could I could get some street cred, though, if I have uh a disease why i would get street cred i don't know why do you get street cred if you wear a mask and you ha- test positive you can be a victim oh i have can- it's like cancer I-, I have cancer oh my friends have can my friend has cancer my mom has cancer oh you know, when people tell me that, I'm like, well, have you tried? And I list a long list of things. Like, are you doing radiation? Like, I want to help. I, I, I know psychologically, you you can look at the psychology of cancer, and you can see that a lot of people, they might not want their family member to have cancer, but they socially benefit from telling people, yes, my my mom has cancer. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. You know. It's like sunny. Every it's that TV show. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Remember, uh, Charlie pretends he has cancer so he can sleep with the waitress, and he gets his friends to to try to manipulate her to have sex with him because he he's got, but he doesn't actually have cancer. That's what it's like. There really are people that are like that, and this is the kind of person apparently, Doctor Stuart Ray, who advocates for that. If you think you have COVID nineteen, even if you're not sick, even if you test negative, well. If you feel confident you have COVID, he says, quote, you probably have COVID. This makes no sense, especially if the guy who says that is, one, a doctor, two, vice chair of medicine for data integrity. How can someone who claims that the statistical basis by which we determine how many cases we have or not should be based solely on whether you believe you have it? whether you believe you should be positive. All I can think about right now, I'm a big SpongeBob fan, like original SpongeBob. I grew up in Orlando, Florida. A lot of my life, you know, there was Nickelodeon right there there until they moved to California. So I'm a big SpongeBob fan for anybody who doesn't know. And this is all I can think of. Imagination. That's what it is. It's just imagination. Dr. Stuart Ray says... If you feel confident you have COVID, you probably have COVID. Imagination. If you're a boy, you can be a girl. Imagination. And if you're a girl, you can be a boy. Imagination. And if you have eyesight and you can walk rather than feeling blessed that you can see and you can move freely, well, you should Probably blind yourself and cut your legs off because you identify as a handicapped, crippled individual or a bodily disabled individual. And it's all based on imagination. And no, this is not a joke. This is not an Onion article. This is real. The vice chair of medicine for data integrity at Johns Hopkins University. Johns Hopkins Department of Medicine says, if you feel confident you have COVID, well, you probably have it. Imagination. Do you understand what that means? It means the whole thing is based on belief. It's all in the mind. That's why the American Medical Association and the NIH and the Centers for Disease Control, and Yale University. That's why they've all, along with the Washington Post and others, published studies and published talking points to show people how to convince others to take a vaccine without actually providing them with evidence that it's safe or effective. Talking points. Use this angle. Use that angle. Use this talking point. Waste time. Ask them a question. Put them on the defensive rather than just showing them the evidence. Which is why Dr. Bricks said, in this famous interview very famous interview now it's gone viral that we believe the vaccines work
6: and you're in the middle of this wave what's going to save you right now is paxlovid but once we get through this wave during that law you should get vaccinated and boosted because we do believe it will protect you particularly if you're over-
4: we do believe it will protect you we believe it will protect you we don't have evidence we just believe
2: imagination
4: Imagination. Say yes to the test. And even if it says you don't have it, well, you still have it because you believe you have it. Imagination. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Another hour coming up. Stay with us.
2: This is Linda Godfrey, author of Monsters Among Us, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
4: Broadcasting from somewhere between heaven, hell, and purgatory. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio.
5: Release the Kraken!
4: You could listen to this...
5: And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence... (laughs)
6: Do you like the secret teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. Just visit thesecretteachings.info.
1: Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings, excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable.
3: Think about your hero when you're at Ground Zero and crawl out to the fallout back to me.
4: Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. The Secret Teachings can be found on any of the radio or podcast players where you listen to radio shows and podcasts. Airing five nights a week, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, right after Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis. The show then goes up in the archive. If you would like to get access to the show, plus our montage archive and more. You can subscribe to our archive at thesecretteachings.info. It will get you access to the show. Again, the montages, digital versions of my books to read and download. And you will also get a private RSS feed to plug into your player so you can listen to the show on the go like you normally would, but you won't have to listen to those monetized ads. If you subscribe, you keep us on air Monday through Friday. Again, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific right after Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis. To contact the show, email me directly at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. If you are looking for an email response back from me, I'd recommend checking your spam folder because that's where a lot of my emails go. Also, I might also uh, I might have to check my my spam folder as well because a lot of your emails go to spam, so I try to check that as often as possible. Gable at yahoo.com facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings and twitter tst underscore underscore radio so i went to vote this morning first time i voted in arizona second time i voted as an adult and i'm voting at this local uh church right down the street i didn't even know there was a church there i thought it was just open desert up the road from me but there's a few more apartment complexes housing developments and uh, this little church so I drove up to the church, and I go inside, and everybody there was very, very nice. One guy was nice, but he was kind of very reserved, felt kind of weird. Anyway, I, I go in there, and I ask them what I need to to, to present them. I assumed it was the ID and uh, the voter registration card. Very simple. They scanned it, and then she started to fill out a paper for me, and she said, since you're registered as an independent, can uh, can you tell me what uh, ballot you would like, Republican, Democrat, and so I said, well, I, uh, I, I'll take the Republican ticket because I'm, I'm definitely not. I looked at all the Democrats. There was like one person I, I might have supported, but I, I didn't. I'm not going to vote a Democrat ticket. Uh, so I said, give me the Republican ticket, please. And she looks at it. And uh, then she says, oh, says you already got a ballot. And I said, well, I didn't get a ballot. So can I get one? <laughs> so she says that it, basically the system says that my ballot was already sent out in the mail. And she said, that's because you requested it. And I said, Well, I didn't request it. I definitely didn't request it. Like I explicitly remember not requesting a mail-in ballot. And so she tells me, Well, you're gonna have to go to the special table down there. So I go to the special table, it's like two tables down. And they try to get me approved, and then it 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 says the same thing on their end. So they send me back down to the other table. Then they have to get the guy that's officiating the whole thing, and he comes out, he was very nice. And he said, well, part of this is probably because it's a new system, which he wasn't lying. It is a new system that they're, they're using here in Arizona. So I said, OK, well, what do I do? I mean, I'd like to vote and I'd like to not you know, be here the entire day. I'm OK waiting. I've got patience. But like, how, how do we figure this out? So long story short, he had to call the uh, the, the election office. I uh, call a couple. I think he called a couple of them a couple times he called. And uh, finally they got somebody on the phone and they were able to, they had to reset the system and they had to have uh, people log back into the system. This was about an hour after they had opened. So lots of people had already voted, not, not a ton, but some people had already come and voted and they had to reset the whole thing. And then they finally were able to approve me for a, an in-person ballot. It took a while. And so I had, and I could tell the one guy was getting a little bit weird with me. Because I said, well, this sounds really suspicious. I didn't request a ballot. You're claiming they sent me a ballot because that's what the system says. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I I understand. I can see the computer. I can see what it says. So I'm not saying, you know, this isn't a personal attack on you, which you have to be clear with people. It's not a personal attack on you. It's just like I I didn't request a ballot. So I don't know why they're sending me one. And what am I going to be prevented from voting today? Because the city messed up. I said, I mean, is it really a mess up? Did they really mess up? Because it sounds like I got a, I got a ballot I didn't request, and where did that ballot come from? Where did that ballot go? Uh, was it was it approved? Like, did someone use it to vote in my name? Like, what, what is going on here? And I even and I told them, and I've got an audio recording of this. I I didn't want to play it for you tonight because it's not the point of the show, but I got an audio recording of this, and I had. Um, I had started the recording a couple of minutes into this situation and the, and I, I looked at them and I said, I think you can hear this very clear on the recording. I said, look, I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not a Republican. This isn't about election fraud. This is about the integrity of, of, of me voting right now. And I said, I'm an American and I'm concerned because you're telling me that ballots, a ballot has already gone out of my name, but I didn't request one. And the system says I requested it. I definitely I never requested it. So something's wrong here. Something is off here. So long story short, situation got resolved. Everybody was pretty nice. One guy was kind of standoffish about it. And it was kind of funny because, you know, there were five people that come in there. Four people uh, said, well, two people in particular said they were independents. But the rest of them, I think they were all Republicans. But the independents were like, yes, give me a Republican ticket. One person came in as a Democrat. And I wish I'd have gotten this on film. But they said, can I get a Democrat ticket, please? They had a mask over their face. And it's funny because you can kind of tell who's voting, who's voting for who. That's not a political thing. It's just, it's kind of funny, I think. Isn't that funny? Like you can tell likely the person walking in with the mask and the Doc Martens is going to get a Democrat ticket. And the person who got out of the truck who has like a flannel shirt on, they're probably voting Republican. I I don't know why I think that's funny. I just think it's funny. It's like both sides have a uniform or something. It's just, I think it's funny. So anyway, that was my morning. And I took my time normally I get up and I try to prepare the show and I have everything ready to go so I can enjoy the rest of my day but I I didn't really uh, didn't really have much of a rush this morning so I went I was fine standing there for about 45 minutes waiting for them to solve this issue. And I kept thinking about how I was going to maybe tell that story because it you know today was the primary August 2nd 2020 uh, 2022 in Arizona how am i going to tie that in with everything else, but then I came across an article. An article from Fortune that says, think you have Omicron, but keep testing negative? An expert says to trust your gut. If you feel confident you have COVID, you probably have COVID. That's a quote from Dr. Stuart Ray, Vice Chair of Medicine for Data Integrity, which is laughable, and analytics at Johns Hopkins Department of Medicine. In other words, we live in a world where you didn't go to vote. You didn't request a ballot, but one showed up in your name anyway, and suddenly you're voting Democrat. They didn't say I was voting Democrat, but I'm just assuming like, well, that's probably what happened. I And I and I almost asked them and I didn't because I was trying to keep things neutral, but I, was, I almost asked them, hey, what if I wanted to vote a Democrat ticket? Could I go ahead and get one of those? Because I, I imagine you would just give me one of those, you know. And I mean that as, you know, it's kind of a joke, but at the same time. Look, I, I grew up in Florida. When I was a kid, I remember the tens of thousands of Republican ballots just left on the side of the road. It was in it was in local news, it was in, you know, statewide news, mainstream news, just hundreds of thousands of Republican ballots dumped on the side of the road. Governor election, presidential election, it was a very common thing in Florida. So my idea was, how is it that you can test positive not have any symptoms and still be sick even though you're not sick, but furthermore, how is it you can test negative, have no symptoms, and yet a doctor of data integrity, of all things, says if you feel confident you have COVID, you probably have COVID. In other words, whether we look at COVID-19 or we look at voting, it's ama- it's amazing, it's astounding how certain political candidates can get nobody to their rallies and yet they have record Numbers of people that vote for them, it doesn't really make any sense. Granted, I would argue that that is circumstantial, but it is weird how candidates like Joe Biden can get 10 people, maybe in little circles for social distancing. Trump can fill entire stadiums, and yet Joe Biden wins in what amounts to a landslide. It doesn't really make any even getting more votes than Obama and Hillary Clinton in some places where they almost you know, lost or in some cases did lose and flip blue states or blue counties red. Doesn't really make a lot of sense when a guy doesn't have a lot of a lot of I mean, he did have a lot of supporters, a lot of idiots and a lot of people who honestly believed he was the better option. But it just seems weird, right? It feels strange. It also feels strange when we're being told to believe that even if you're not sick and you test negative, you still have it if you believe you have it. Joe Biden, he's a great leader. He has lowest presidential poll numbers probably ever. I was reading the other day the lowest approval rating of any president ever, and yet he's still somehow considered the most popular president ever. How does that happen? This isn't about election integrity. If you're thinking, wow, is this guy talking about Trump stuff? No, it's not Trump stuff. It's just a question. How can Joe Biden be considered by the mainstream media the most popular president ever, yet he has the lowest approval rating ever? Complete opposite of reality. And then Dr. Stuart Ray from Johns Hopkins who is the vice chair of medicine for data integrity of all things, which is hilarious. Data integrity says your test is negative, but quote, if you feel confident you have COVID, you probably have COVID. How does that happen? How does it, how how, how does Joe Biden have COVID again? Did you know that he's tested positive again this weekend, Saturday morning? So he's got, His vaccines, his boosters, I saw him get the vaccines at the fake White House set. Literally, I watched the video. He was getting the vaccine at the fake White House set. I mean, if the vaccine was fake or if it was a fake needle, it didn't really inject him because we've seen videos of that from some countries. Then, you know, if this is really a deadly virus, why would they be giving the president a fake vaccine? Clearly, he would be in danger. They'd be doing something to protect him. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense for people, in my view. If you're saying that it's a fake vaccine, they didn't actually inject him with anything, that's why he's he's sick again. But the thing is, he's not actually sick. And the White House has said he's not actually sick. And I played the clip for you earlier, and I actually have a copy of the letter here from the physician to the president. That says, as described last week, acknowledging the potential for so-called rebound COVID positivity observed and a small number or a small percentage of patients treated with Paxlovid. The president increased his testing, and um, because of the increased testing, he tested positive again. So, you know that that does go back to something that Trump said. He said, "You're getting a lot of positive tests because people keep testing, testing, testing." And people said, "Well, oh, if they don't test, then how are we going to know who's sick?" And but there's a difference between testing, you know, rationally and then testing compulsively, and especially when We don't know what test has what cycle rate. If you're running the test at 33 cycles, it's a little more legitimate. If you're running it at 45 cycles like the state of New York does, then 80% of your cases are false positives. You already know this. If you listen to this show, you already know this. We already know masks not only don't protect you, they actually make your chances of, of, of getting sick much higher than they would be otherwise. Fungus, mold, bacterium... I showed you this study last week on a show that we did. It's in the archive at thesecretteachings.info called Breathe No Evil. And I've also helped dozens, it's probably hundreds now, hundreds of people get out of vaccine mandates and get out of their mask mandates. In some cases, not as many because we've, it's been more about vaccines. But we've helped people get out of their vaccine mandates as a condition of employment for firefighters, paramedics, teachers, students at schools, People that that um, are working for small and large businesses alike. I had a uh, a professional sports. I think I had two professional sports. Uh, um, what were they like? Uh, recruiters or something like that, uh, or agents? Contact me about this. So and and we've gotten everybody that I've communicated with has gotten out of their vaccine requirements, which have you know mostly they've 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 sort of um, trickled off in in severity and, and focus, but. So I'm, I'm, I, my point is I've been aware of this for a long time. If you've, you've never listened to this show before, we've been helping people get out of these things. I'm not a lawyer. I just, we know how to word the, word the declaration uh, the right way and how to maneuver around these so-called mandates, which aren't actual laws that, you know, in a lot of cases cannot be enforced without your absolute compliance. And so anyway, the long story is, and reducing that long story to a short story, masks clearly don't work. They make you sicker. Not because of COVID, but because of other things, bacteria, mold, uh, and and, uh, fungus. And then we know that the vaccines don't work. How do we know the vaccines don't work? Well, Joe Biden got his vaccines on a fake White House set. Then he got his booster shots. And he took Paxlovid when he tested positive again last week. And then he tested negative, 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 and then tested positive again Saturday morning. But Joe Biden told us that's impossible.
1: You're okay. You're not going to. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. You're okay.
4: You're not going to get COVID if you've had these vaccinations. Well, turns out that wasn't true. Turns out this also isn't true.
1: And so, how about patriotism? How about making sure that you're vaccinated so you do not spread the disease to anybody else? What about that?
4: What about that? Oh. That sounds like one of the major talking points from the NIH, Yale and clinicaltrials.gov, which said patriotism message. Tell people that if they don't get vaccinated, they're not patriotic. Type in clinicaltrials.gov, Yale University vaccine messaging part one, and you'll see it literally says patriotism message. Let me type it in in real time here. Clinical trials, Yale.gov. Vaccine messaging part, we'll do part one, I think it was. And let's see if we can pull it up. COVID-19 vaccine messaging part one. Here it is. And we have control message, baseline message, personal freedom message, economic freedom, self-interest message, community interest, economic benefit message. Oh, guilt message. Oh, embarrassment message, anger message, trust in science message, not bravery message. So here is the patriotism message, personal freedom message, all sort of, you know, they're all kind of linked, self-interest, economic freedom, et cetera, community interest. Do it for people in your community. Do it for those around you. Do it for the other people that, that are your brothers and your sisters.
1: So how about patriotism? How about making sure that you're vaccinated so you do not spread the disease to anybody else?
4: That's the community message. That's literally. At clinicaltrials.gov. Community interest message, message. A message about the dangers of COVID-19 to the health of loved ones. The more people who get vaccinated against COVID-19, the lower the risk that one's loved ones will be sick. Society must work together and all get vaccinated. So is that Joe Biden talking or is that the talking points from clinicaltrials.gov, the NIH and Yale University? Again, that's literally what it says. I just read it to you. Most people who get vaccinated against COVID-19 The more people that get vaccinated, the lower the risk that one's loved ones will get sick. Society must work together and
1: all get vaccinated. Cue Joe Biden. How about patriotism? How about making sure that you're vaccinated so you do not spread the disease to anybody else? It's
4: just gaslighting. That's all that it is. It's gaslighting. They also have another name for this. It's called behavioral psychology or behavioral nudging. They nudge you in the direction that they want you to go. What about other people? They could get sick. Other people are going to get sick if you don't get it. Dr. Bricks, however, says that the vaccine won't do anything to help you. She actually said the vaccine doesn't work. We overplayed it, she says. Problem is, she still says you should get it. And she says that most of the people who died in the most recent surge were actually older older people who were vaccinated. Take a listen. This is Dr. Bricks. They brought her back. She must be polling pretty high again because she went away for a while. Nobody liked her. Now she's back. vaccinated. And here she is. Might look at that doctor and say,
5: well, why bother? Why bother? What do you what do you tell them?
6: Well, if you're across the South um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's gonna save you right now is Paxlovid. But once we get through this wave during the law, you should get vaccinated and boosted because we do believe it will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. I knew these vaccines were not gonna protect against infection and I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry that it's not gonna protect against severe disease and hospitalization. It will, but let's be very clear. of the people who died from the Omicron surge were older, vaccinated. So that's why I'm saying even if you're vaccinated and boosted, if you're unvaccinated right now, the key is testing and Paxlovin.
4: So get tested, test positive, don't be sick, don't have any symptoms, but then take an antiviral drug that does God knows what to your body, manufactured by the same company, Pfizer, that lied about their vaccines just recently. Yet Joe Biden feels quite well, according to Dr. Kevin O'Connor, physician to the president. How? How does he feel well, yet he's, he's very sick, and he has his vaccines, and he has his boosters, and he told us you couldn't get sick, you couldn't get positive test results if you took the vaccine, yet none of that's true. Here's Dr. Bricks telling us the vaccines didn't work. Most of the people that died were elderly and people that had already been vaccinated. That doesn't make any sense. None of this makes any sense. This makes even less sense. Here's Dr. Fauci on why it's now admitted vaccines have caused menstrual irregularities.
5: Um, menstruating cycles and how that is affected by vaccines. Though, well, the menstrual thing uh, is, is something that seems to be quite transient and, and temporary. That's the point. That's one of the points. We need to study it more.
4: Oh, they need to study it more. So it didn't exist originally. Now that it's overwhelming, he says it's transient, but we need to study it more. But it's not transient. It's been going on for months. Several doctors warned that this was going to happen. Wolfgang Wodarg and Dr. Michael Yeadon warned that this was going to happen. And Pfizer and Moderna play word games between the differences of fetuses and placentas saying, oh, it doesn't affect the, the fetus, but it does affect the placenta. Without a placenta, you don't have a fetus. And they just play word games. That's in the vaccine inserts. Oh, it doesn't affect this, but it does affect that. By by extension, if, if you don't have a placenta, then you don't have a fetus. So it's a word game. It's a mind game. It's behavioral psychology. It's just like why Dr. Stuart Ray says, if you feel confident you have COVID, well, guess what? You probably still have COVID. Even if you test negative, even if you have no symptoms. This is what we're dealing with. We're dealing, well, pretty much with, with, with Spongebob. Imagination. You can be anything you want. Imagination, if you want to be sick with COVID, you can be sick with COVID. If you're like the small number of people who feel bad that they can see and hear and taste and touch and smell and walk, well, then they are, I mean, they're they're in the right. They should be able to cut off their arms and legs. They should be able to blind themselves, jam things up their nose and, 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 and ruin their sense of smell cut their tongue out, you know, take sandpaper to their skin, peel the skin off. It should be able to do all these things, jam needles in their ears to prevent them from hearing burst their eardrums because then, they, then they'll be equal with the other people who can't hear, see, taste, touch, smell, or people that can't walk. It's mental illness is what it is. Imagination. Yes, SpongeBob, it's imagination, but it's, it's more than imagination. It's mental illness. It's mental illness and all the gaslighting. It's just behavioral psychology wrapped up, packaged and not sold to you, but it's something that they force you to take. It's free. Watch as much of it and read as much of it as you want. It's free. Consume as much of it as you want, but there are consequences to consuming that information and that product and the consequences are severe mental illness. Total deterioration of every center of reason, every single, every single cell you have functioning in your brain. Eroded, crumbled up, thrown into the garbage bin. If you feel confident you have COVID, guess what? You still have COVID, my friend. Even if you test negative, even if you got no symptoms, you are still positive if you believe you have it. You just believe. Now there's another reason I brought up me going to vote this morning, one, because of the ballot issue that I had and how apparently I don't request a ballot, but one appears supposedly in my name. And they didn't say if it was registered, like if it was cast or not, but that it it was definitely registered. It was in my name. There was another ballot there already, and they they had to override it. And how apparently I I, I didn't go vote yet, but something happened. There's already a ballot in my name. If we live in that magical world where that kind of thing happens, we live in a world where you can't get sick if you got your vaccine and boosters. But the people that are getting sick and dying have had their shots, according to Dr. Bricks. And the vaccines don't even work in the first place, according to Dr. Bricks. And she says, we just believe she said that we believe they work. We believe they work. And then Dr. Stuart Ray from Johns Hopkins says, hey, you test negative? You sick? You're not sick? You don't have any symptoms? You need to test negative? Do you believe you have COVID? Okay, well, then you still have COVID. That's where we're at. So I thought, well, even though every state has a different primary, for the the actual election coming up in a few months be really convenient if there was a another pandemic or some kind of I don't know some kind of sickness or illness or disease that's spreading rapidly of course and we were given one a few months ago we you know we weren't we weren't bombarded in the same way we were with with covid but it was there we did a show on it this show called Monkey CDC, Monkey Who, one of my favorite show names. And we talked about how the World Health Organization and the international community have worked to create both a, a contract, a treaty for international health Responses and also they've changed international health regulations. And furthermore, there was a test conducted, a, a tabletop exercise conducted on monkeypox. And now we enter 2022, monkeypox becomes a thing. Most of the pictures they used are from shingles and other things. But now, New York City, San Francisco, Illinois, the state of New York... And California have declared states of emergency over monkeypox. I'm going to tell you what that means and what's coming, coming up on The Secret Teaching. Stay with us, there's more after this, don't go anywhere.
1: listening to the secret teachings for more information on the show or to
0: contact ryan visit the or email ryan at rdgable at
3: yahoo.com hey this is john peasy at johnpeasy.com,
5: and i'm here with ryan gable from the secret teachings
4: it's the secret teachings one of the homes of the original super bowl analysis airing exclusively five nights a week on ground zero radio
2: www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today.
0: Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. You could listen to this.
5: And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence.
2: This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
4: Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio, just in time for the midterm elections. New York City, San Francisco, the state of New York, state of California, and the state of Illinois have all declared states of emergency over monkeypox, that is. Convenient, don't you think? Starting early in August... States of emergency have been declared in New York City, state of Illinois, by leaders in those states. New York City Mayor Eric Adams declared a state of emergency over the monkeypox outbreak. It's affected 1,200 people in the city. Oh, my. Adams said that his order will bolster the city's efforts, quote, to educate, vaccinate, test, and treat as many New Yorkers as possible. And ensure a whole of government response to this outbreak. Of course, the order and the declaration of emergency will allow the mayor of New York City to suspend local laws and implement new health rules. Of course, Governor Kathy Hochul, who's totally unelected, by the way, declared a state disaster emergency. Oh, my. She declared that two days ago, enabling the state government to, quote, respond more swiftly, end quote, and to ramp up vaccination efforts. Governor J.B. Pritzker, Illinois, declared a state of emergency for monkeypox on Monday to protect, quote, the LGBTQ plus community. We have seen this virus disproportionately impact the LGBTQ community in its initial spread, according to the governor of Illinois. He said in Illinois, We will ensure our LGBTQ community has the resources they need to stay safe while ensuring members are not stigmatized as they access critical health care. Here's an idea. Take your penis out of another person's anal cavity. That might help. That's not derogatory, by the way. That's science. If you don't believe me, well, that's fine. Maybe you'll believe the World Health Organization. The World Health Organization reported five days ago last week... That gay and bisexual men limit their partners, limit their sexual partners to protect themselves from monkeypox and to help slow transmission of the rapidly spreading virus. So I just said it a little bit more worldly. Take your penis out of your partner's anal cavity. You probably won't get monkeypox. In fact, the Who Spokes expert Rosamond Lewis said men who have sex with men are the group at the highest risk of infection right now. Now, we're not talking about like 30% of the cases are gay men. 99% of the cases, according to the WHO, 99% of the cases are among men. And at least 95% of those patients are men who have sex with men. There should be absolutely no reason to declare a state of emergency in New York City, San Francisco, New York, Illinois, California, or any other state or city, even if those cities have a higher number of homosexuals, which San Francisco, New York City, compact cities, they absolutely do. But homosexual men make up a small percentage of the U.S. population, a very tiny percentage, And yet we've had a state of emergency declared for those homosexual men because the World Health Organization says those men are sticking their erect penises into each other's anal cavity. This is not a joke. And they're, you know, getting in there. And then, well, they pull them out and clean them off and they got monkeypox. See, the reality here is it's likely that they don't have monkeypox. It's likely that they just have some form of infection because they've been sticking their penises into places that excrete feces. I don't think I have to explain to you the the details of this, but I I also think it's necessary to be worldly about how, how we describe it because, once again, we're blaming a virus for something that based on the evidence that 95% of the patients have had sex with other men, most of them are having sex with like dozens of partners a week. And 99% of monkeypox cases are among men, with the exception of a few children who have tested positive because they've, quote, had contact with gay men. How does that happen? Sounds like pedophilia to me. But 95% of the men... Have had sex with other men. That's like almost every... If you, Okay, so let's make it 100 cases. It's more than that, but 100 cases. 99% of the cases are gay men. Gay men. So gay women can still do what they do. They're not getting monkeypox, which tells you that it's probably not a virus. It tells you that it has something to do with the fecal matter that's getting into their penis hole or into their mouth, because eating, you know, butt is a popular thing now. But it's probably getting into their sensitive penis hole, and then they're getting sick. This isn't a joke. This isn't funny. I'm just saying what a lot of people won't say. The WHO says 99% of cases are among men, 95% are patients who have had sex with other men, who are men themselves. So virtually every case of monkeypox isn't a homosexual man who has had at least one partner, but most of them have had way more than one partner, and they have unprotected anal sex. It's not a joke. That's what the World Health Organization is saying. This means that for the percent of the female population that are homosexual, it doesn't affect them so it's not protecting the LGBTQ community, it's protecting the states of emergency gay men, which is an even smaller percent of the population. Very Pretty high in San Francisco, of course, but, you know, generally speaking, Illinois, New York, California, yeah, there might be a lot of gay people compared to Missouri or even Arizona, but why is that? It's because these states are really big and they have a huge population, and so the numbers are going to be statistically higher Although they're statistically on par with the rest of the country, which is about 5% of the population. So let me get this straight. 5% of the population, homosexual, roughly. 99% of the monkeypox cases comes out of a percentage of that 5%. Monkeypox is not something that you need to be worried about unless you've been having raw, unprotected sex sex with another man with your erect penis. If you don't have those problems, if you're not making those decisions, this is not something you need to worry about. This is not something we should declare a state of emergency for. If we're declaring a state of emergency for this, considering the fact that nobody's actually died from it directly, we should be declaring a state of emergency for everything. But I don't want to give these psychopaths that idea. We should be declaring a state of emergency for this. I'm going to do a show on this coming up. This is from AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety use of potentially impairing medications in relation to driving. The study found 50 percent of drivers at any given time on the road are taking drugs that impair their ability to operate their motor vehicle precisely the way it should be operated safely. No state of emergency for that. There's no state of emergency for the thousands of young people and older people dying of fentanyl, even if they're not taking fentanyl because it's laced in everything from marijuana to standard pills that people pop. Where's the state of emergency for that? But because a few men get hard and stick their penises in another man's butt, it's 95% of the cases, folks. 99% 99% are homosexual men, or because they lick butt, or whatever they're doing with the tongues and the penises, and then the poop gets in the penis, and then it's like, well, you got monkeypox. No, you don't have monkeypox. You have some kind of infection, something from that person's body, which is a slimy, noxious substance that comes out of their, their anus, has gotten into your body, and now you're sick. This is precisely how vaccines originated, not with anal sex, but you would take the sores, open them up, take the pus out, and then cut another person open and rub the, the pus into that person's arm. Slimy, noxious substance, poison, was the original definition of a virus, and they were able to transfer and transmit the virus to another person through pus or blood or something like that. That's, that's the history of, of, that's where the virus comes from that's the Is that's it's in a dictionary to look up the original Latin for the word slimy noxious uh, a poison so that's what's happening so it's not a, a, a virus that you need to worry about uh, is something where if you're sticking your unprotected penis into somebody else's place where they they defecate you're probably going to get sick Then they can say, we need to declare a state of emergency to protect the gay people who are having unprotected gay sex. Doesn't even affect women. So it's not affecting women, it's affecting just men. So if it's affecting just men, maybe they should advocate for, I don't know, not having anal sex. Now, if you want to have anal sex with your girlfriend, your boyfriend, I don't really give a damn, personally. Because I'm not afraid of a virus and I know that I'm not gonna get sick from it because it doesn't affect me if I don't stick my penis into a man's butt. I'm not gonna be sticking my penis into a man's butt, okay? So I'm not gonna get monkeypox. But don't you think that the World Health Organization, that the CDC, and all these other agencies, Whether they're global or they're in the United States or they're at the state level, the politicians, the philanthropists with no medical degrees, don't you think the same people who told us that English spreads COVID-19, that farts spread COVID-19, that toilet flushing can spread COVID-19, that it can spread through your jeans, through your pants, through your underwear, that it can spread Through every part of the body, and when you test for it and you're negative, it can still be there hiding in other parts of the body, maybe in the anus itself, maybe it could be hiding in the eyes, it could be hiding anywhere, we're told, by Dr. Stuart Ray from Johns Hopkins. I read you that earlier. It could be hiding places randomly. All these people that wanted to shut down businesses and tell us to not shake hands with each other, as Dr. Fauci said, and want us to wear masks and social distance and not walk our dogs and not let our cats outside and not go outside and get some fresh air and see our neighbors and friends and family members and especially relatives and people that are older that are dying on their deathbed, told us to do none of that because we have to stop this virus, and yet there's not a single peep from the World Health Organization telling 99% of the cases of monkeypox, stop sticking your erect penis into a man's butt. Not a single peep. From the World Health Organization or the CDC. Why? Because that would be considered politically incorrect. In other words, they care nothing about homosexual men. They care nothing about LGBTQ. They care nothing about equality or health or science. Because if they did, they probably wouldn't be declaring a state of emergency And if they were, they would be advising people, like Fauci advised us not to shake hands, they'd be advising people, because 95% of the patients are men who have had sex with other men, to not have sex with other men. That's what they would be doing. But they're not. Anybody else find that weird or suspicious or strangely anti-scientific? New York State, New York City, San Francisco, California, Illinois, all declare states of emergency, Monkeypox. We've got to stop it. And then the World Health Organization says, oh, by the way, 99% of cases are among men. At least 95% of those patients are men who have had sex with men. World Health Organization chief Tedros said it is crucial for public health authorities to engage communities of men who have had sex with men to reduce transmission of the virus and to take care of those infected while protecting human rights by fighting stigma and discrimination. Okay, listen here. There is no stigma. If you are sticking your erect penis into somebody's butt and you are getting what they call monkeypox, there's no stigma. There's no discrimination. There's just science. It's just a fact. That's all that it is. It's just a fact. We need to understand that it's a fact. Who is getting monkeypox? Gay men. How are the gay men getting monkeypox? Well, they're having unprotected gay sex. All right. That's, and that's the, there is, I mean, you can call it a stigma, call it discrimination. That's how they're getting it. That should be a good thing, though, because we should be able to, based on that information, know how to stop it. How do you stop it? Stop having gay sex. It's that simple. It's that simple. But this is something that we do even with just medicine in general. I need to take a cholesterol lowering lowering drug. I need to take blood pressure medication. I need blood sugar regulating medication. Like, well, some people might actually need those things to artificially help them, but a majority of people with cholesterol issues, heart problems, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, have those problems because of diet. So you can keep eating the way you do and then demand a pill or in some cases some form of shot or some kind of surgery to help you to continue to live a lifestyle that's killing you. But don't worry, there's a drug, there's a shot for that. Rather than telling gay men stop having sex, we're like, what can we do to fight the stigma and discrimination of gay men having sex and becoming positive with monkeypox? Tell them to stop having sex. You know what it's like. It's like that movie Liar Liar with Jim Carrey. You know where he makes the wish, or his his son makes the wish that he he can't tell a lie, and it works. He, he he's unable to tell a lie. He's a, he's a he's an attorney and he needs to you know lie for his for his job, and he he's a scumbag attorney. So he's got all these horrible scumbag clients, and his his assistant says, well, I forget the guy's name is so so and sos on the phone again. He he knocked off like an ATM or something. And he needs your legal advice. And Jim Carrey picks up the phone and he he, he screams at it. Stop breaking the law, asshole. <laughs> yes, yes. Stop having gay sex. And then it'll go away. That's how simple it is. It's not discriminatory. It's not even based on a stigma. It's science. It's pretty simple. It's one plus one equals two. The who says 99% of the cases are among men Virtually all of those cases are among men who have had gay sex, have multiple partners. So the logical deduction should be stop having gay sex. And if you're going to have gay sex, keep it to one partner. Simplified, easy, saves money, saves lives. But no, because they have to push vaccines for monkeypox. That's what it's all about. The Munich Security Conference held a tabletop exercise, by the way of a global pandemic quote involving an unusual strain of monkeypox end quote that was released by terrorists from a laboratory where it had been quote engineered to spread more easily the exercise was conducted by the nti and concluded that the world health organization should establish a graded transparent international public health alert system in the fictitional scenario the attack occurred on may 15th funny enough January 2022, that was May 15th, 2022, January 2022, a truckload of monkeys crashed while heading to a CDC lab. Remember that? Fast forward to May 12th, a man in Massachusetts was quarantined with suspected monkeypox. case was confirmed three days later on May 15th, 2022, which is exactly when this tabletop exercise said the monkeypox outbreak would occur. May 16th, the Lancet called for a pandemic treaty and a clear global governance to enforce the pact between countries over health related issues then we started hearing about monkeypox cases, super spreader events more contact tracing, isolation all the same things with COVID and we were told to avoid gatherings and intimate situations then it turns out most of the people that are sick or they're not actually sick are testing positive Are homosexual men who are having gay sex. So, if that's what's happening, then we should just stop having gay sex or at least keep our partners to uh, one, minimal, not have big gay sex orgies. But no, we live in this world now. Imagination! If you want to continue to have multiple sex partners, we'll declare a state of emergency. We'll force vaccines a condition of employment and, and, and commerce. We'll force masking. We'll force people to do these things that they don't want to do because gay men want to continue to have sex. There is no quicker way to create stigma and discrimination against homosexuals than to tell the general public your life has to grind to a halt because some men want to have anal sex with each other and then blame their decisions on on the general climate of the politically correct narrative so that the politically correct narrative will shift society so they can keep having anal sex. And you have to sit here and wonder, even as a homosexual person, that makes no sense. That's ludicrous. That's crazy. We don't even know what's going to happen. California, state of emergency. New York, state of emergency. And why did the mayor of New York City Declare a state of emergency because he wants to make sure we can educate, vaccinate, test, and treat as many New Yorkers as possible. You don't need a vaccine. See, this 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 really this actually angers me. You don't need a vaccine for monkeypox. Okay, it's the opposite of an injection. You need to pull out and stop injecting your penis into other people's butts. Then you won't get monkeypox. It's that simple. All oh, your anti-vaccine. all oh, you're anti-gay. No, I'm pro-science and I'm pro-common sense. If I stick my finger in an electrical outlet and it electrocutes me and I live, someone says, don't stick your finger in the electrical outlet and I tell them, stop being a bigot. If I want to stick my finger in the electrical outlet, I'll stick my finger in the electrical outlet. It's your job to find a way to prevent me from getting electrocuted. Because if you don't, then you're a bigot. You're a fascist and a Nazi. If I want to stick my penis in the electoral outlet, I'll stick my penis in the electoral outlet. Because I can do whatever I want. I'm in the special, small percentage elite. They declared a state of emergency just for me. And if you don't like that state of emergency, you're anti-gay. You don't want to close your business down because of monkeypox you must hate. Gay people. Funny thing is, you know what fascism is? Well, let me explain it this way. So you basically get all the gay people, you bundle them up, and then you use them as an axe to crush opposition to your political agendas. Lockdowns, masks, vaccines, etc. Do you know what a fasci actually is? It's a bundle of sticks tied together and controlled with an axe. It's, It's literally... The word faggot is literally a bundle of sticks. So the political elite, especially the left-leaning political elite, are literally creating faggots with axes. And they're using the symbol of the fasci, using gay men as a political weapon to advance their political agenda. Think about that and let that set in for a moment. Put that on the back burner and let that kind of stew for a little bit. Put that in the, the crock pot and let it go for about 12 hours and see how tender that comes out. Think about that for a second. Gay men grouped together, dominated by the acts, by the political elite in states like California New York, used as a tool to shut down society again. You don't think that's derogatory because that's what a bundle of sticks is? It's a faggot, right? And that's supposed to be a derogatory term for gay people? And what do they do? They group all the gay people together and they say, don't tell gay people not to have sex. That's discriminatory. And they tell them you can have as much gay sex as you want. We'll get you the vaccines for the monkeypox." But it's not a vaccine that's going to help anybody. If anything, this is this is this sounds almost eerily similar to what Bill Cooper wrote about. Remember, they got all the gay people brought up about AIDS and they started giving these, you know, their vaccines and drugs. And what did the what did those vaccines and drugs do for AIDS? They killed Gay people, just like the Tuskegee experiment. What did the syphilis experiment do to the black people? It killed them. I don't care what letter or number or whatever they have next to their name. I'm a Democrat. I'm a Republican. When you got the Democratic governor of Illinois, the Democratic governor of New York, the Democratic governor of California, all declaring states of emergency for for gay people, essentially less than five percent of the population who, according to the World Health Organization, make up ninety nine percent of the cases of monkeypox. Nobody's saying stop having anal sex. They're saying continue to have anal sex. Go at it hard and deep. We'll get the vaccine. It'll protect you. We don't want anybody saying don't have gay sex. That's discriminatory. When the vaccine for the gay people is probably going to murder the gay people. That's what they did with San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York City. Get Bill Cooper's book and read it. Because that's exact it's what he did that's what they did with AIDS. Free health care for blacks and gays. Oops, the blacks and gays died. Accidental. Yes, we're sorry. Oops. It's all part of the imagination though. We just imagine that they care so much about gay people, they're willing to grind society to a halt. To help the gay people. And rather than, oh, I don't know, putting water on the crops, they just keep putting Brando on the crops. Why aren't they growing? Because you need water. I never seen no plants grow out in no toilet. Stop having gay sex. Uh, I never saw gay people. You know, gay people aren't getting sick because they're having gay sex. Well, that's the only common denominator, genius. Who even says that? It's gay sex. That's what's That's what's causing it. This isn't an anti-gay rant. This is a fact. My question is twofold. Why are they not telling gay people to stop having gay sex? And why are they pushing vaccines and drugs on gay people just like with AIDS? And what did that do? It killed a lot of gay people. See, I don't, even, I don't think gay people in large part died of AIDS. I think they died from the drugs and the different types of substances that they were taking. I think that's what they're doing again. They bundled them up like a big group of 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 fasci faggots fasci sticks, a bundle of twigs. That's the literal definition. Don't get upset and complain to the network. That's a real word. It means bundle of twigs or bundle of sticks. That's a fasci. And then they dominate it with an axe. So they're bundling up the gay people. They're putting an axe at the top, and then they're grabbing the gay people as the handle, and they're smashing the rest of society, saying, "Because these people want to have gay sex, you have to stop living your life the way that you're living your life." Total mental illness total insanity and to top it all off then they say we care about these gay people we want to get them some safe and effective vaccines oh yeah i bet you do because they want to kill the gay people that's what it is that's what it's all about i mean the vaccine for covid didn't work
1: you're okay you're not gonna you're not gonna get covid if you have these vaccinations
4: that's what he said. But he's got COVID again. He's taken Paxlovid. He's got vaccines. He's got boosters. I mean, hell, I saw him at the fake White House set. Get the vaccine. Why is he sick again? Hell, Dr. Bricks said it didn't even work. She said the vaccine didn't work. She said, we just, but we believe they work. We believe they work. It's imagination. Well, why bother? Why bother? What do you, what do you tell him?
6: Well, if you're across the South um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's going to save you right now is Paxlovid. But once we get through this wave during that law, you should get vaccinated and boosted because we do believe it will protect you.
4: We, we do believe we, we believe it'll protect you. But, you know, it's all about belief. That's why Dr. Stuart Ray said, if you feel confident you have covid, you probably have covid the masks don't work, the vaccines don't work, the social distancing doesn't work, the shaking of the hands, that, that didn't work. And we stopped that. None of this worked. But now we're just told, wear the mask because it's a, it's a talisman. The New England Journal of Medicine says it's a talisman, makes people, makes people feel better. Get the vaccine. You'll feel like a, 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 a member of society who has
1: done their duty. Like Joe Biden said, patriotism. How about making sure that you're vaccinated so you do not spread the disease to anybody else? Well, thanks for the talking point,
4: Joe, right from the NIH, right from clinicaltrials.gov, right from Yale University. So I'm just supposed to believe in the talking points, the behavioral psychology, the behavioral nudging, the gaslighting, and and, and the distortions of reality. So we get to the point where there is no virus, there is no pandemic, it's all made up. But then they tell us, but if you feel like you have it, you still do, because you can identify as a sick person. And rather than telling people to stop having gay sex which is the number one and only cause of monkeypox, as they call it, it's not a virus, it's something to do with the gay sex, then they say, well, we can't tell them to stop because that's discriminatory, so let's get them some safe and effective vaccines, which will, well, let's just be honest, it's probably going to target and and, and kill a lot of gay people. And I'm supposed to be happy about that. Say yes to the test. Do what you're told. You don't like it? Doesn't matter. It's all just part of
2: imagination.
4: Be whatever you want to be. RD Gable at yahoo.com, thesecretteachings.info, facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings, TST underscore underscore radio. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. You get onto our Twitter page, you'll see a funny little uh, thread going. People are trolling me because I said <laughs> I went to the voting office this morning and uh, they claimed that I had already ha- uh, registered a, a, a ballot. I got a recording of the interaction and they got people trolling me over a statement like that. It's all part of the algorithm and how the bots work. But that's uh, Twitter. Uh, and then also, please subscribe to the archive. SecretTeachings.info. Support the show. Keep us on air five nights week, Monday through Friday, 10pm to midnight Pacific, right after Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. The music is White Bad Audio and we will talk to you on the next broadcast.